Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and Jasmine. On today's Lady Bits, we tackle the question of whether women directors and artists of color receive fair and equal criticism when compared to other similar films in their genre. Let's get into it. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Okay, uh, welcome to our Lady Bits segment. And uh, we uh, during Lady Bits, uh, during our new Lady Bits, the new vajazzled Lady Bits. Yes. Um, we talk about a topic uh, of uh, about women in film. And today I was struck by something related to this film that we've been discussing this month, Wrinkle in Time. And I thought it would be a good topic for this. So what I've got for us today is I want to talk about, uh, there's two parts to this. The first part is I was, I look, I always, I always like to look up the Rotten Tomatoes score of a movie, mm-hmm. like usually before I go, cause I don't have a lot of time to go to movies. Yeah. So I usually, Chris and I often won't see anything that's rated below like a 65. We just won't. Why would you? Cause it's usually garbage. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a chance to see the score before I went to the movie because it didn't matter because I was going to see it anyways. I did. So I got home, looked it up, and it was 41%, mm-hmm. yeah. which I personally found to be shockingly low. I found this movie about 41% entertaining. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't. Uh, before we get into the second part, I don't want to argue whether or not the movie was great because I feel like we discussed right. that. My thing that I want to talk about is, is the, did this movie get a fair shake? Because there's some debate as to whether the male white male dominated cr- critics mm-hmm. give movies that are directed by women or that are female protagonists get a good sh- fair shake. How does this would this mo- is this movie rated fairly compared to other movies in its category? Say, do you do you have things that I are do. rated about the same as them? Because then I can. Okay, so let me let me get down. Let me. So these are all movies that I looked up today. So again, forty one percent is okay. the score. Oh, sorry. Um, on so it's 41%? 41% is the score for this film from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And for those of you out there who don't know what I'm talking about, I think most people do. Rotten Tomatoes is a site that sort of compiles reviews from multiple sources and then bases a score for the movie based on how many people reviewed it positively or negatively. So that's where they come up with that score. Um, so I have all of these movies that I'm about to tell you I have seen and have an opinion on uh-huh. because they're all children's movies. So uh, let me read off some all the, a whole bunch of movies that got a better score than this. Number one at forty four percent is the film Angry Birds. Wow! No fucking way! Angry wow. Birds no. is a movie based on the video game. It's not Angry even Birds. a video game. It's a game it's on a, your phone. It's a phone game. That's it's true. It's a phone game. Now I will say this: um, <laughs> the boys started on Facebook, I believe. The boys love Angry Birds the movie and they fucking watch it all the time there are some clever moments mm. was it better than this movie i'm gonna have to say no probably not i haven't seen I it, haven't seen it. it's not as ambitious it's not as moving it's not um all by the way all these it's movies not as moving i'm shocked uh, by the way all of these all of these movies were directed by men by the way okay okay keep right. going um at 52 percent mm-hmm. boss baby no, I, I didn't well, even smack your mic down. Like, <laughs> I so literally upset. had to stop myself because I've seen my half a fucking I've seen Boss, Boss Baby, baby. Oh, man. and I, haven't seen I it. stopped. 
because it was that much Isn't trash. That Alec it's Baldwin. Trash. Alec Baldwin is the voice. Like the movie. It's like Alec Baldwin as. It's kind of like Alec Baldwin playing Trump as a baby. Right. Oh. That's, that's what I would call it. Yes. Wow. That would be my logline. What the ads looked like, and I was like, I'm not into yeah. it. I can't breathe. I don't just want to. Yeah, I don't let it get worse than what you just said. Also, also, I would tell you. I would like to say that I think. Angry Birds is better than Boss Baby. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, I've seen Angry Birds like a hundred. I actually had to watch it again today because Elliot wanted to watch Angry Birds. They love the part where the bird played by David, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeika, Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis plays the red bird. Okay. And he falls out of a tree and hits his nuts a bunch of times. And Lucas cannot get nuts. His, you know, his bird nuts. Yeah. The bird nest. His little, his little bird, bird seed. Like, probably his, spread out his birds. Hannibal Burris, Kate McKinnon, these are all people that do voices. I'm in this sorry, movie. these people are in this movie? Yeah. It's actually Bill Hader, Bill Hader, Danny McBride, Peter Dinklage. This is all in oh. Angry Birds. Oh my God. Look, Angry Birds is not the worst movie <laughs> I've ever had to see. don't need this Peter money this Dinklage. badly. But also, Peter Dinklage like, plays the mighty eagle. God, you know, if somebody offered me a couple thousand to do like two days worth oh, of Oh, they were paid work, more than I'd a couple they were, thousand. They were paid a lot. Oh, I know, but that's the thing. Is like, I'd do it for a couple thousand. You know? All right, so back to this. So Angry Birds <laughs> and Boss Baby both got more highly rated than A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, at 54%, Ninjago. I don't know. Never, never heard of it. I've never heard of it. That's yeah. because it's a movie based on Legos that are basically kind of like knockoffs. Like they're not about like most Legos are like <laughs> Star Wars Legos are you or serious? like yeah, okay. like most Legos are like Star it's Wars like Legos an or le- Lego what? movie? Yeah, it's like an off-brand Lego <laughs> movie. Oh my god, that's so funny. That also has a series on Netflix that is terrible. Okay. So that's Ninjago. Jasmine. So it's not like Puff and Rock or I'm um, this really the one with the, the horses that I like. Friendship is Magic. What is that Oh, one? it's my not Little My Little Pony. Pony, no. Although yeah. I didn't I didn't look that one up because I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. I've just seen the TV it's show. It's to get stoned and watch those sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I used to get stoned and watch the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. yeah. Why not? If the Powerpuff okay. Girls were around. That's what I would do. At 63%. At what? At 63%. Storks. Nobody's seen or heard of Storks. I've heard I've of heard it. Of didn't it, watch it. Storks, again, again oh this God. is a movie I've seen. Lucas was obsessed with it. Wow. Storks is a movie starring um, Andy Samberg. It is about... You mean starring Andy Samberg's voice. Yes, his yeah. voice. <laughs> mm, yeah. Starring Andy Samberg, it is about a, uh, a, a delivery facility run by Storks that used to deliver babies but now delivers Amazon-type packages. Hmm. And they find... Uh, they model. accidentally turn on the machine... And a ba- baby pops out, and they have to deliver that baby to its parents. God, that's like my fucking nightmare. <laughs> that is like an actual dream I have had. Why? That is why a was nightmare. this question your why was su- this subconscious? Up? Why, who thought this up, and why did By the they way, decide Lucas to make loves it? this movie. I just, I just yeah. need another movie that I know of that's trash. Okay, for me Storks. To punch in the Storks is pretty bad. Okay, um, <laughs> now, now I'm getting up to the higher rated movies mm-hmm. that I think. I honestly think these two films that I'm about to say suffer from a lot of the same problems as A Wrinkle in Time, and that okay. I think this movie falls way more into their range than 41%. Um, one is called The Spiderwick Chronicles. Heard of it. I watch it. It's it, also based it. on a book series. Yeah, I read the book series. It had similar things where the writing was like, not great. The effects were laughably bad. Like, not even like yeah. this, where the effects where you were kind of like, I don't like the design of that. These were like really bad effects. Okay. Um, so the Spider Chronicles got eighty percent. Mm. Here's the one that I think really applies. 
This might be controversial. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I saw oh, your wow. note and I was like, I 74%. Agree that movie. Fantastic Beasts. I fucking love Harry Potter and I think the movie was really beautiful, but it also was kind of about nothing and I don't yeah. think the characters had Okay. memorable relationships and I don't remember what the fuck happened in that movie because yeah. it honestly wasn't it, very memorable it was about nothing but it was at least well acted I didn't feel manipulated by any scenes I didn't feel, feel any feel emotions, emotions at all I, I, felt no I know emotions. but that's fine I'd rather feel no emotions than feel manipulated I, yeah, I don't know I, Fantastic I, Beasts got 74% I, okay do you think it's more hearing, than twice as good as no, this movie? No. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, hearing all of these reviews, like, I mean, 41% is a little low. I also don't base too much off of Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I had heard but about people the score. Do. And I was like, eh, that's People nice. make decisions about no, whether to see a movie yeah. on that. Like you. Like me, usually. But, I don't know. It was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. It, it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was uh, bad. Like, I would say it, was, it wasn't great. It was meh. Here's the thing. In the meh. context you have put it in, I get what you're saying. It's not worse than Boss Baby. No, I get what you're saying. In the context you've put it in, like when I hear 41%, speechless. when I just hear 41% and then watch this movie, I'm like, yeah, it seems about right. But when you put it in that perspective mm-hmm. of like Boss Baby and all this other yeah. shit, like that seems a bit absurd. It seems absurd. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I also don't watch animated movies. Like I just don't, I don't watch any animated anything. Bob's Burgers is about as far as I get. But that's and what I really I'm saying is I've seen that. a ton of children's movies like, and in the pantheon so, of children's movies I've seen, this was not terrible. Right. I mean, all I've animated seen a lot movies of garbage. in my opinion are garbage. Like I don't like animated movies. Okay. Just, like, inside Out thing. is, if I you don't like it, I've never seen it. If you don't, don't like, like it, Inside I mean, Out, you are I dead don't inside. Watch it. I've never seen it. I don't like animated movies. Jasmine, do you have any thoughts? I have a full opinion. Was okay. that the last one that you That had? was the last one. And I would like to read some reviews, just four one-line reviews um, that I wanted you to guys to chew on for a second. But well, let's tackle well, this first. So... My my initial thought, Jasmine seems exhausted and I know that by this. People are going to be like me, 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 and I kind of don't give a fuck. Um, my initial thought, because I don't think it's forty one percent. Like I don't think it's a great movie. I don't. But think I would so give either. it more. Clo- like even prior to knowing what outranked it, I would have given it closer to like a fifty. I would say something. It's more like um, in the range of sixty five to seventy. I mean, yeah, I would, I would honestly, I would take yeah. a sixty something, but like I wouldn't a- go to seventy. But yeah. with all those things considered, it's at least a D plus. My frustration at most, at, I didn't see Fantastic Beast. I do know plenty of people who are really excited about it, and they were not appeased. Same yeah, thing like with A Wrinkle in Time. It was a man. My issue with it is, to me, A Wrinkle in Time did something that people don't do. Agreed. We had a yeah. lot more black people in roles that weren't about them being black mm-hmm. people. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fantastic Beast was full of fucking white people. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Super original. Yep. It's never done. Just white people everywhere. And it got a 70 something fucking percent. Two movies that mm-hmm. are not nef- necessarily evenly matched, but closer. But all of these par. movies. Right. I, actually. And then all of these movies it, are full of white people. Yeah. And actually. that's why, And that's and that's why I was like, do you have any more? Because like I was like, I'm trying to not say that all of those movies have white people, they are. but they have yeah. white all people. Of white so people like, and they're all directed by white men. is wondering right. like, yeah, I think that the score probably potentially goes down because a woman directed it. But I think that it's honestly shot down the most because of its choice to use black people, which yep. is super frustrating yep. for me because mm-hmm. if anything, that should have brought the score up yeah. because they, one thing they did really well in the movie was made... Those characters, it did not matter that those characters were black. No. 
which right. they were just people yeah, never fucking people who existed. Yeah. It never happens. Usually it's like, oh, she's black. It didn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where my frustration currently is. Give it it, it, it was not things. a plot point. Like, I feel like a, a, right, a lot yeah. of movies, black characters. They didn't even like mention the fact yeah. that she was interracial. No, they yeah, didn't. No. They never no. mentioned it. No. But it was I, have, brilliant. I have this question, too, is do you think that it was rated lower because of the hype and because it's Ava and because... It's such a visible film. And it's based Potentially, on a book. but and, and Fantastic Beasts. And there's so Beast much built up to it. I mean, uh, no, I agree. I mean, Fantastic Beasts is the same way. And like people were upset that Eddie Redmayne was cast. It was like a whole thing. And mm-hmm. like people didn't like it. And I mean, I'm curious to see what happens with what's the next one that's coming out. Um, the Crimes of Grindelwald or something. Yeah. And, and Johnny Depp people is are in not it. Happy and I'm, with very, I'm very torn as to whether I'm going to see it or not because Johnny Depp is in it. And like, yeah. I just Fuck don't think guy. that I can Fuck because like that I won't watch Gary Oldman, I won't watch, watch that guy. Um, Fuck those fucking domestic abusers. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I won't watch a lot of movies with domestic abusers in it, and so it's, I, I have a problem with that. And like I, I love Harry Potter so much. It's been such a also, great part of my childhood. But also, the first one was boring. <laughs> so Which one? Fantastic Beasts. Oh, so yeah. I probably won't watch it because. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, eventually I'll watch it with my kids. I, well, I think for when me, it comes like on video. Nifflers. See, yeah, I think for I don't me, even it's remember just the what the fuck that it. is. It's like for me, it brings me back to a, a, a part in my childhood that I really love. I mean, so I, I love Harry Potter, it. and probably not as much as but you do because Star Wars is my thing. Right? I like, I mean, it is different because I will watch a bad fucking Star Wars movie. Right? I exactly. will because it's Harry still a Star Potter Wars movie. movie. And but I, think I also acknowledge that. It's not. It's still not two times as good. No, <laughs> it is right. not. Wrinkle and in time. Not. To say like for me, it's the same. It's the same concept. Like a wrinkle in time to someone is, right. like not their Harry Potter series, obviously, because not a series. But like, it's, it's their, their it's their thing, yeah. Yeah. and it should be ranked the same way because mm-hmm. it left things to be desired. It. You know, the magic but was there. I think the magic abysmal. was there. Personally. It wasn't a failure. Right. It was not so, a failure. No, it was just boring. And I'm like, no yeah, you can be piece. disappointed in Ava, Ava DuVernay because, but like the other shit she did was based on rape. Like Selma, yeah. 13th. Like you can't base yeah. this on that because it's not the yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even the shit, same genre. Also, again, I want to argue that those two films she had probably more control over than this film which was a big studio project i'm just saying like that was there's i guarantee you she didn't have as much control over this as she did on those other films it's the same with ryan johnson and the last jedi like (laughs) ryan johnson didn't have as much control over the last jedi as he would have over brick or you know some of those other films that looper and stuff I don't want to upset you, but I do want to bring up some of these reviews. Um, I have pulled what I call condescending reviews. Mm -hmm. There's only, I didn't pull the whole review. I just pulled the little blurb that is provided by Rotten Tomatoes. So this one, uh, these are all men, by the way. What? All white men. Surprise. Um, Here's the first one. The movie didn't connect me to the characters. You get what they're feeling, but it doesn't hit you. It's just a hop, skip, and jump. Okay, so far. Okay, I get that so far. Here's the line that really bothered me. Ava DuVernay bit off a bit more than she can chew here. Oh, fuck that shit. Ooh. Fuck that shit. I'm stuck behind this table. Jasmine's going to flip a table. Flip anything. Bit off more than she can chew. Can you imagine somebody saying that about a male director who's had two (laughs) Oscar-nominated films, right? Yeah, but they Oscar would, nominated but they films. Never I, I want to say thirteenth was Oscar. I'm not Oscar sure. No, thirteenth definitely was, was Oscar nominated okay. for an Oscar. Then, yeah, yeah, then yes. 
Okay, moving on. This is uh, this is Bob Mondello from NPR. Director Ava DuVernay has a light touch in these early scenes, though she gets seriously bogged down in special effects as the film goes on. It's almost like her fragile female bogged brain down. can't wrap herself <laughs> around. Like uh, I'm tuning you out. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to upset people. I just feel like no, this is was, what I'm talking about. I was actually yeah. just because I screenshot something yeah. about her, and I was trying to under I was trying to remember what it was, and it was that she was the first african-american woman to win the sundance film festival that's incredible uh, that's great that's it here's another one uh it's all rendered hopelessly flat by duvernay who bites off more than she can chew what is this what is bites off more than she can chew have you seen 13 i'm sorry if you're biting off more than you can chew it is the american prison system like (sighs) yeah what so uh, so there's this, this is the, okay, so this is the last one that I just found baffling. Um, awkwardly shot at times, clumsily acted occasionally, grotesquely sincere throughout, but with some pleasingly jarring visuals and a fine keystone performance from Chris Pine. Oh, oh no! 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 Gosh, you're, you're, you're no! modulating the microphones. <laughs> fine keystone performance by yeah, the Chris one person the one person he chooses to again. acknowledge i didn't make this up this is an actual review <laughs> the person the only person he chooses to acknowledge in the film is the white man that's in the movie i'm just saying i think the keystone performance I'm was just Meg. Saying, grotesquely sincere yeah pleasingly jarring visual god goo goo had a less key- time on screen than chris and Pye. she was so and compelling she was so much fucking better so compelling and he's yeah. a keystone he's a keystone Maybe a Keystone cop. I don't know. I would call him maybe a Keystone light. One of those shitty beers you drink when you're out of like PBR. <laughs> it but... wasn't even Chris Pine's best performance. No. I would say. I don't, I, and it yeah. wasn't about him. It wasn't like, about him at all. What? He was the in like fuck? the last act. That's so, it. okay. So given that. Jasmine's face. I just want to like, like, like upset. Take a picture. I, and just, I, like, that's what I'm it. talking about. I don't think. Next to those comments. Please yes. tell me they're all white men. They all are oh, white. Yeah, they all, all white they're men. all white men. I don't even need to look at okay. them. Okay. It's all white men. <laughs> yep. She's like, I know what they look like. I've seen them before. <laughs> they're all bland looking white men. I mean they're not even interesting looking which white Which only men. allows me to to make my comment, which is like it's not just a feminist. Like it's not yeah. it's not just about women. It's about everything that Ava DuVernay stands for at that yep. point. It's the fact that she's black. It's the fact that she's a woman. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that she's trying to put those things into yep. her work. Yep. And yeah, that's going to be sorry. I feel terrible that I've, been you shouldn't, I'm glad that we're bringing on, it up brought this like, rain cloud I feel bad here. that we spiked all of our mics. When we, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's sorry. okay. Well, it'll just <laughs> go in there like that. It was a later. genuine, genuine I had reaction. To lean back. I apologize. God, I back um, I'm glad every, I'm glad it's not just me. Cause I read those and I was like, this is fucked up. Like enraged. Yeah. Well, there was just yeah. so many, good actors yeah. in mm-hmm. that fu- first of all so again, many what is that man the the one that was principal i can't remember his name now um the one he that was, was really moonlight, great the i can't remember guy. his name either but he was, he was in, really fantastic he was in moonlight he's yeah. fucking phenomenal he was a great actor meg, and he did well the girl who played meg was, was so amazing good. Was great. she's so good. great the entire time and and in a lot of these reviews they did praise her performance so again um, i handpicked these reviews as the most condescending ones but it, they weren't the difficult fact to that find they even exist though is what's the they issue. weren't difficult the to find that someone has the nerve the the gall two different <laughs> white men said she bit off more than she can chew yeah but like and also to compliment chris <laughs> pine in a movie full of good actors people? yeah how yeah. the fuck i also yeah. just really like picturing somebody like 
She made a movie, she made a documentary series about the American prison system, and then she went on to follow that up with a lighthearted comedy about Martin Luther King Jr. and his struggle for civil rights. And, you know, this Madeline Lengel book, more than she can chew. More than she can this chew. This children's movie. That's because than they didn't watch Selma or fucking 13. I'm sure they did. Oh, well, maybe they did. I don't know. I, and I not know. for reasons why, like, I didn't they watch probably it like, because of their hubby. They, they didn't watch it because they didn't it and gave it the it. best white man reviews they can saying that like it was such a pivotal piece because they didn't want to seem like fucking racist. I mean, and then the first time they can actually critique a work because it's not racially charged. They're allowed to say this is a piece of crap just because they can because a black. There were literally people who said about that Martin this Luther movie King. was a complete failure or Disney should be embarrassed. Like I read reviews like that that I didn't include because they didn't seem as um, uh, overtly condescending, but I, I was like, this movie is not Here's a failure. It's like, not it's a not a movie. failure. It's not. It's, that's dramatic. Disney has made more dramatic. Disney has made way worse movies. Way Fuck worse. Yeah. This makes me want to go to like the movie theater and just like for a straight fucking week keep buying tickets and right? watching this movie yeah. just so that their box office doesn't go down because it's not a bad enough movie for it to be treated the way I agree. that it's 100%. Yeah. treated and, and like honestly yeah. it's in the it's a it's in the middle it's like a meh it's right. not yeah. terrible yeah. it's not it's not great. something awful that i will never watch again but and it's not something great that i'm gonna go seek out yeah as far as disney movies go as well like disney's been problematic for a long time and we all know that disney movies not just like the ones that you can name off the top of your head like the princess movies but like their movies as a whole have been kind of racist and they've ignored that and then to finally have this sort of step outside of that is commendable in and of itself mm-hmm. you know and like I, to say it's that bad i mean i you, you it's know, not great. I'm not going to watch it again. I have no interest and in seeing I it don't, again. You know, I and I felt similarly it, about the Ghostbusters remake. The the I Ghostbusters film, which was... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I thought it was a mediocre comedy, mm-hmm. but it wasn't as terrible as... Ever. Like, it didn't deserve right. the hatred that it got. Right. And right. then it's like, well, now we can't make another movie with a bunch of ladies in it because it's not going to do well. It's like, yeah. when this kind of shit happens, I start to get this feeling inside that I'm like... That's it. They're not going to let us do another one. Yeah. Well, that's you know what I mean? well with Ghostbusters. Like, I want them to make a second one because I wasn't as impressed as I wanted to be with. Yeah, that I one. felt that way too. But it wasn't awful. I was still amused. And I would watch if there, a second one came out. I was. I would, I would watch go see it. Again. it. I was amused. I liked um, it more than the first one because when I rewatched the first one, it was like really sexist and. I can see that. I was I've like, never seen either Ooh. Ghostbusters. Oh, I we love sh- all the Ghostbusters. We should do an episode where we watch both of them. I do, I do love the Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, honestly. I do, too. That I was do. one of my childhood movies. something I grew up movies. on. Yeah. Like, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Fuck yeah. Don't, like. But I, I, do, I did see issues with the newer one. However, as a woman, really great to see women, women in roles that I've never been ass. able to play. Yeah. However, as a black woman. Yeah. 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 Couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. No, you were pressing buttons. I was oh, just sorry. nervous for you. Um, okay. So the last part of this that I wanted to talk about was, um, so with all that in mind, um, there there is a site that is being put up on the internet that's supposed to be a competitor to Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Only female critics. Okay. Are there any? 
no the site is happening i don't know if it's no, up yet i mean are there any female critics like yes the, uh, it's actually well it's one of the things that i've read recently is like talking about how more women in film need to go into film criticism because there aren't a whole lot of female well critics. i've got some numbers here so according okay. in 2016 uh the re so this is this all comes from an, uh, an av news article that i pulled uh-huh. um and uh, from pretty recently i think it was last week in 2016, research at the Center for Study of Women in Film and Television at San Diego State University revealed that 73% of the top critics featured on Rotten Tomatoes are men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miranda Bailey, who's a filmmaker, she produced... And also a character on Grey's Anatomy. Um, Miranda <laughs> Bailey... Well, yeah, but the diff- different, 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 different person. I'm sorry, that's all I can think of when you said the name. Um... So Miranda Bailey, it looks she produced Diary of a Teenage Girl and Swiss Army Man. Um, okay. And producer entrepreneur Rebecca Odes uh, created a site called Cherry Picks. It will feature and aggregate reviews from women identif- women identifying critics only. So women identifying. Okay. Um, That's good. According to her, uh, Bailey, she says, how can we possibly change what consumers consider good and worthy content if the majority of critics who tell them what they want are predominantly older white men? Um, so... Uh, other some other things here um, Bailey made it clear that the site won't just provide a platform for cis white women uh, a concern that was expressed not okay. long after the news that the launch broke we're going to be a site for people who identify as women where men can go to the site as well but in terms of aggregating reviews it'll be from people who identify as women there are a few critics I've met already predominantly trans women who are professional critics and yes they will be included okay um, does, he, does anybody want to hear what the ratings are just for fun funsies? No, I, w- I will continue. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. And well, well if you want to talk you. about that, let's talk well, about that and then get to this thing. Cause well, it's no, not, you, it's you, kind of fluffy. You said you had some stats about how many female critics there are, but all no, you said that was, was there are 73% no, 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 th- on Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm more curious about yeah. like how many film critics are I don't know that. Women. I don't and, have like, that, that information. That is something that I've read recently. Like, I wish I could remember which, yeah. uh, which it was, but um, I read an article recently talking about how more women need to get into film criticism because there aren't a whole lot of women who yeah. are film critics. Yeah. And like that's part of the reason why we rely so heavily on men's opinions. Is because and, well, just, Pile, there Pauline aren't a lot Kale of was one of the it. most famous critics in film history, okay. which she was. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that that discount, but I mean, so there have been. I don't know her, but she nah. she made many of the careers of the um all the white men <laughs> all the, the white men that we know now well uh um, but um she was a very famous uh film critic um i think might she might still be writing reviews but um but um, perhaps a site like this would encourage more women to go into yeah. no being yeah film i critics. totally agree and um i i think a big part of it too is that i mean women it, it's hard to get into film criticism when you feel like your voice isn't appreciated in yeah. those behind the scenes totally. roles, you know, cause it, it's hard to be, feel like you are taken seriously when your opinion on the creative matters of a film aren't taken seriously. Right. And so like, I think that, I think this is great. I hope that that changes some things because like, I agree. I think there should be more female critics. Yeah. I definitely think if we're going to have more women, storytellers that it makes sense there'd be more women critics to also balance out the decision right. as to whether or not this is a good story right i think we, we've seen we can't allow men to just imbalance. tell us whether our stories are important or not it's, correct we've done it for so long yeah. and men keep telling us our stories aren't important but women obviously think they are right. yeah i mean and and like to the the point that was just made on um in the article 
I, I think it would be interesting to get a woman's opinion on how we see ourselves in films, especially films that are then created by men and what the white man perceives us yeah. or how, how, how we're perceived as women through men's eyes and not only through men's eyes, but through white men's eyes, because that's kind of how that, that pyramid continues to trickle mm-hmm. down. It's yeah. like, we are seen as this through the right. white man's eyes, well, but, also, but also, it's more than you know, that too, it's how should you see yourself right through a white man's eyes? Because every movie that you watch is a white man telling you, this is how you should view yourself. Right. You know? The only and, reason I like, I don't like action movies and I usually don't see Marvel movies. And of course I went either. to go see black Panther cause I understood the point or uh, yeah. the importance of me seeing it. Yeah. And within seeing that, like I almost cried because I was like, Oh my God, I can see myself. Like yeah. I'm here, yeah. I'm in a movie. My kids can see themselves in a movie. I don't have yeah. any kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but people like me kids. can like like see themselves. And I think yeah. that's why I'm most that's frustrated why I think this about movie a wrinkle in time. Yeah. Because yeah. like it's important for Those people to be able to see, see themselves as yeah. as ingenues. Yeah. Like I've never I I still to this day have told myself I cannot be an ingenue. And it's not because I don't think I'm a great actor. I do think I've Mm -hmm. studied, I've worked, I know what I'm doing, but I don't believe one in type. I am, I am sizely and I look good. Love my boobs, (laughs) love my bum, love my belly. I had two sizely. I, I don't have the voice necessarily of an ingenue. I don't have the shape of an ingenue. I definitely don't have the skin complexion of an ingenue. And I'm consistently told that I cannot be an ingenue. Yeah. And so it's nice to see people like not yeah. the, like this young girl is still really fucking skinny like yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. like but she's 13, it's, it's nice to see yeah you know? it's nice to see a step where like people can start to see themselves yeah. in that space where they're consistently told that they cannot be those people right yeah. and that also goes into being a film critic like being able to see myself like i would never consider myself being a film critic because where's that space you know yeah what I, mean? I mean ultimately i feel like if we weren't just relying so heavily on old white men to tell us what movies to see i don't think this movie would have scored a 41 percent. i just don't right Mm -hmm. i don't think it deserved that low of a score when you look at how Mm -hmm. other movies are scored i agree and i guess we're all sitting here talking about women in film and being film critics and like all of us are fucking sitting around as film critics at this point because we <laughs> have a film podcast. Yeah, where we I mean, that's what we're doing. Do. That's essentially <laughs> like, what we're doing. We're like, there need to be more female critics. But yeah, we're doing it. But we're doing it right now. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And all those people out there listening. Like, and are our hordes. <laughs> it will change the tide. Well, thank you, hordes, <laughs> for your li- listenership. Not hordes. to be confused with whores. With we love you too. Though. Hordes. We do love our whores. Though. That's true. Thanks, hordes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for today's Lady Bits. The guest so nice, we asked her back thrice. Follow this month's special guest, Jasmine Waters, on Twitter using the handle at Real Life by Jazz. That's J-A-Z, and check out her previous episodes on the Feminine Mistake podcast. You can find her in 9 to 5 from Season 1, and you can also find her in our episode on Fast Times at Ridgemont High from Season 2. Treat yourself to a Jasmine Waters trilogy. Speaking of Jasmine Waters, you can see her in Critical Crop Top's new live sketch show, Critical Crop Top Enters the Multiverse, which opens in just a few short weeks. May 11th 
13th, 18th, and 20th at the Highland Inn Ballroom. Critical Crop Top Enters the Multiverse also stars Cameron Richardson, Liz Shad, John Good, Patrick Morgan, Andy Fleming, Hilary R. Heath, and myself. Tickets are on sale right now for only $10 at our website, criticalcroptop.com backslash tickets. Did you know that we also have tons of short films and web series available for free on the web? Check out our video page at criticalcroptop.com backslash videos or download the Thea app. That's T-H-E-A. Thea is a new web platform featuring the best in Atlanta talent in the form of short films, documentaries, TV pilots, you name it, they've got it. All Atlanta artists, something for everyone, and totally 100% free. Download the Thea app for your phone, watch it on your desktop, and check out our channel, Critical Crop Top. This might be our last episode on A Wrinkle in Time, but you can continue the conversation with us on social media. You can find us at Feminine Mistake Pod on Facebook and Instagram, or you can find us on Twitter at FemMistakePod. Thank you, Jasmine Waters, for spending the month with us to talk about A Wrinkle in Time. You are truly one of our favorite guests to have on the show, and it's always a pleasure to be in your company. Thanks for listening. Be sure to come back next week when we'll be talking about Amy Schumer's new film, I Feel Pretty, with special guests and fellow podcasters, Helen and Valerie from the Falling in Love Montage podcast. Till then, if you've got a bad casting breakdown that you'd like us to read on the show during our Nervous Breakdown segment, you can send that or any other correspondence to FeminineMistakePodcast at gmail.com. We're the Vocal Fries. I'm Carrie. And I'm Megan. And we have a podcast about linguistic discrimination. We talk about language, not being a jerk, not judging people for the way that they speak, and we try to have a good time. We talk about things like vocal fry, swearing, Southern American English, and prescriptive grammar. You can find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app.